cool with having that that mindset of me going overseas and making a lot of money overseas. So here we are. <laughs> nah, I hear you. I understand what you're saying, bro. Um, sorry, I kind of like drift off because I want to make sure the shit's recording. I started recording on my phone just in case it's not recording. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fuck the mics, fuck all the bullshit. We have our voices here because something's getting uploaded at the end of this. <laughs> um, and so uh, really, I just think that my next question kind of like we'll, we'll stay on the topic of basketball is it's just like what what do you think is next like where where do you see yourself going like I don't and and not to sound like that stereotypic like job question like yeah. three to five years from now where do you see yourself I think more in the sense of like mm, maybe in the next you know you say it's a 10-month contract that you're headed out to France for yeah. so maybe next year or two like what 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 do you think is going to be the difference and is it going to be just basketball do you think you're gonna put the, your foot dip your foot into other things like yeah. what's up with you bro like you gonna be a model out here let me know what's the plan bro I think next this is like kind of like my level up year um in a basketball sense um uh for those who don't know france is a great market overseas and um it's a good way to get your name out there and to the european teams and make a lot of money uh going forward so um that's what I take. That's what I want to do with this opportunity here. Uh, as far as like stepping into other things outside of basketball, um, I've gotten really interested in doing some modeling or like um, even like not like a fashion show, but like a brand ambassador or um, some with clothing. Um, I haven't really found like a passion or um, a strong interest outside of basketball has always been just basketball so um still trying to figure that out and while me being overseas by myself I kind of that kind of helps too I be I self-reflect a lot and I uh, get a chance to sit back and think about what I what it is I, I like to do other than my job which is basketball um recently I uh, actually been looking into getting back into playing instruments you know I used to be a band mm-hmm. kid um, this dude would be choir, bro, like going crazy with the flute. Oh, for sure. So I'm, uh, I'm gonna get a, a saxophone while I'm overseas, and hopefully I can get back into that. Just on some, you know, awesome some passionate. jazz, musical, you just pay yeah, passionate type stuff. Um, so and it's romantic, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> this dude say, you know, uh, whoever his future wife is. <laughs> right. Whoever my future wife is. Yeah, might pay a little sax for you when right. uh, when I'm trying to engage you. Know what I'm saying after a nice cooked dinner, got a saxophone for you, play a little sunshine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're silly, bro. You're silly. Um, well, I I think my next question then for you, bro, is this um. Hmm. I got a question for you about your about your heart, man. Like, you know, we talked a little bit about little Chris. I want to talk a little bit about inner child. You mm. know, like on some, I guess, spiritual. You know, yeah. Um, it is just that on the spiritual aspect. I think a lot of times we forget, right, about taking care of our inner child, and yeah. mm, you know, I guess, so to speak. We all have like, uh, you know, kid dreams, kid expectation, mm-hmm. kid, kid, you know, ideals. Right. Um, I don't know. Do you think? Do you think what we expect as a kid is what who we're meant to be as an adult? Nah, I think, you know, 
you you go through a lot of experiences you go through traumas and all different types of stuff growing up so I think you can have like a picture or an imagination of what your life could look like going forward but I don't think you're gonna know for real just because anything can happen um, like for instance like something tragic like a, a family member that you're really close to could, could pass away and that could ruin your whole or change your whole perspective on not even just life on just like what you're doing and stuff like that so you could you know it just depends on, on what the person goes through, the inner child, so, um, yeah, man. So do you feel like you went through something, maybe, at some point? That what? That? Maybe change your perspective on things. Absolutely. I think when I moved to Georgia, um, I obviously didn't like it, I didn't want to go, but I think that whole experience, um, moving to the other side of the damn country and not having like a stable household or um, school. Like I went to four different schools in three years type, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, um, I think that experience kind of not even make me think about life differently, just made me think about like, like again, like stability and, 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 and um, secureness and Kind of like, not not loyalty, but like comfortability. S- comfortability, man? yeah, type. All right. So then, with that being said, do you feel like because you were like looking to be comfortable so mm-hmm. much as a kid, right? Yeah. Because you know, like you said, it's stability, especially as a child, right? Right. Um. Right. First five years is the most formative years of a child's life, right? Yeah. But then moving on from that, of course, like. As adults, we're like, yeah, we love to travel and experience all these different things. But as children, like, it's so important to have, like, these main group of friends, right? right? And these, like, people, family friends that you just see on a daily basis. Like, these main pivotal things, right? Like, I don't know, growing up, we always going to Thea Teddy's house. Things like that, like, that that, that stability factor, right? So, with that being said, and being comfortable at that point and getting, you know, Whatever, however you get there. Yeah. Do you feel like because you were looking for that so much, like as a child, without your knowledge, yeah. that that's what you look for right now? Like it's hard to get out of a comfortable situation once you're in it? Yeah, I think I'm not used to being comfortable because of me not ever really being comfortable growing up. Um, I mean, not, uh, not com- uncomfortable as in like where I was, like where I live, but just me knowing the fact that this is temporary, like everything just seems temporary and nothing is like for, not I wouldn't say forever, but just for a longer period of time, um, kind of put me in that mindset for sure. Now, like in a way, just everything just seems temporary. And that's how my life is now. Like I'm temporary overseas, I'm temporarily over here. I'm just like, nothing is- Forever. Forever, nothing is just stable, comfortable. Nah, I wouldn't even say like stagnant, but it's just like nothing is the same for me. Everything is just a change all the time. Do you want that? I mean, like, right? Change is good. That change is important. It's like some, like, anybody who's uncomfortable with change, yeah. you got to get over that, right? Right, right. Fact. Change is going to happen. You're a human being. Right. You could plan all fucking day, right? right? And that shit will still not go to plan. It's sure. crazy, right? For sure. So... I don't know, like, tell me, like, how, how, like, does it work for you, like? Now, I think I'm getting used to the whole change thing. Um, with me going to three different schools, um, 
and me now just like traveling all over the world changing countries every six to ten months it's like I'm just, I'm always already used to that but now I'm just like that's my life so do you wish that you would have not changed I mean like you know like you wouldn't have moved like in school wise right because when you're a kid yeah. you're a kid and there's something you could do right. but when you're an adult and you're making these decisions especially like college wise and you have these opportunities with a oh my bad uh basketball right yeah. you got these opportunities with basketball like do you feel like you should have done things differently, moved a little bit yes. differently, um, been more comfortable with the stability and the uncomfortable of what that stability brought. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Yeah, I get what you mean. I think, if anything, I low-key have a regret of leaving Utah. Um, I had everything I did at Utah, and I dealt with true adversity, and I think that was the first time I really had true adversity, and I had to deal with it on my own. And I kind of just ran away from it instead of just dealing with it. Um, but I was still a kid, you know, I was only 19, 20 years old. So it was just like, I was never used to that. Um, and it just kind of made me feel like weird. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say weird, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah made me feel weird. So it's just, I didn't, I didn't know what to do, how to deal with it. So I just, you know, left. But I, I think if I would have stayed my career and me as a person, I would have been a whole different person. A whole different person. And I'm not mad at who I am today. I just think I would have been a lot more successful. I would have been a lot. Um, you think discipline? A lot more discipline, yes. A lot more um, uh, motivated and just um, in the right headspace uh, with, this, with this hoop shit. Like, um, I kind of got to find my own energy and my own motivation and stuff like that other than it already being like, uh, within me and I feel like while I was there it was already it was it was kind of getting to that point where it was starting to get within me because I was so used to it on an everyday basis and the discipline the amount of discipline that that level you know required requires like you know so but yeah like I said I'm I'm not mad at the person that I am today I'm actually happy with who I am today so um I just think you know all that stuff just built me to who I am for sure <clears throat> you hear about like paths right you know mm-hmm. Uh, follow the yellow big road is always what I freaking think of when I hear about paths, bro. And like, right. you know, like you have these choices and you don't even maybe realize it when you're like living them and you're in that moment. Mm-hmm. And you have these choices like right there in front of you. And obviously, you always want to choose the right one. But like, sometimes years later, even if it's at the time you're like, no, this is the right choice, right? Like, yeah. this is the where I'm supposed to go. Like, years later, you're like, oh. Fuck, like, yeah, facts. You know, like I should have really just maybe switched this up a little bit, or like maybe I should have tried this, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe things wouldn't have gone the way they would. Right, you know, right. so I hear you on that. I definitely hear you on that. But yeah. um, and it ain't easy though, like going through that process of deciding like what's next or like what you want to do after something like that happens. Like it's just tough. I think that um, kind of. Well, I don't really know, like, the age of people that might be listening, right? But, like, if you are, if you are that, like, 18, 19, 20, really 21 age, right? You have to remember, and it's really hard, like, you're still a kid. Right. You know, like, (laughs) your frontal lobe is not developed, right? You have not even experienced your third eye yet. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Okay. Do Do you feel like you've experienced your third eye? 
yes, but not 100%. So do you feel like... Mm, see. <laughs> okay. Um, do you feel like something helped you? Most definitely. Get to be able to see that third Most eye. definitely. Do you think you would have been able to achieve it by yourself? Not this soon. I think it would have took longer. I think I'm a I'm a late developer, a late bloomer with everything. Like, I was late bloomer with, um, um, what do you call it? puberty, uh, like this basketball shit. Like, so it's just like, I feel like I'm a late bloomer with a lot of shit. So I think if it wasn't for the things that made me, that opened my third eye or like helped me realize that it's there, like, I probably still wouldn't even know what it was, so. I remember this one time. All right. I'm going to sound crazy. All right. I remember this one time, like, and it's something, like, um, I need to be better at, like, meditating. I don't know if you meditate, like, just taking a cool, like, five minutes, genuine, like, five minutes, because I don't know about anybody else, but my attention span (laughs) only allows five minutes. Um, But taking a cool five minutes and, like, learning some shit, right? Right. And, like, I, I remember having, like, somebody like pop up like while I was meditating right okay. and so like in your head in, in, in my head technically right yeah, yeah. because like your eyes are closed things like that right when I really get into like a hardcore meditative state like okay. I feel like I'm at a garden like a, a botanical garden type life botanical. you know okay, mm-hmm. for sure. it's like very like like take a deep breath yeah, like chill sure. you know right. and always like if I really like get into like this deep deep meditative point there's somebody there okay and like he just—I honestly think it's a dude. I don't really know who it is. Like, okay. Oh, you figure. haven't seen his face. I haven't seen a figure. It's just a black figure. Okay. It's a black figure. So nice, so sweet, and like conversates with me. What does the voice sound like? Like, do you recognize the voice at all? Uh, it's a little like me, but like different. Like, doesn't sound like me, but like very similar to me. Almost like a subconscious. Okay. And it's just like it, t- it told me all kinds of things. Like right. in that moment in the time, like at the time, it was like. You know, you're in love, you're doing this, you're doing that, like, this and third, this is, you know, like, this is how I feel about these different things, and mm, that was years ago. Right. And I, like, hadn't taken the time right, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to bunch all this edits together and try to make it into one big podcast, but yeah. kind of like how I mentioned before, like, life being a weird, weird life. Yeah. Um... I took the time, like, after, so, uh, another side note is, is I took the time in June, mm-hmm. for everybody who doesn't know, right, my brother knows, is the time to, to take a camper van with my girlfriend and my niece and, right. and travel the United States of America. I hit, hit nine states in ten days. <laughs> so, um, in a camper van, mind you, with a little one and, and a girlfriend. <laughs> so... <laughs> um, <laughs> It was, it was, yeah, no, but it it was, it was a beautiful thing, but afterwards, like, you know, there was a lot of, like, end results and conversations and and realizations, just because you're kind of stuck with yourself and a couple other people, um, on the road, and, and I, like, took the time to meditate, Mm -hmm. and I, like, found that same person, like, quick, like, this time around, and I was, like, not expecting that, Mm. and, like, it was just, like, chill, you know, like, take a deep breath. Right. It's cool, bro. Mm. Do you feel like you ever have, like, that subconscious conversation? 
Like a back and forth? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I think with me, like the same thing with the third eye, I'm just now like really tapping into that subconscious and conscious little battle or little conversation in my head and realizing that I can control the sub. Um, I mean, everyone has those little, you know, battles with the sub and, and your actual conscious, but um, I think with me, um, I know how to like tune that out, the subconscious in a way. Because um, usually my subconscious, I realize it's like the subconscious to me is kind of like the like the devil and like the, you know how you have the devil and the angel on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. I kind of look at the sub as my devil. So really, you think your subconscious is giving you like negative information? I wouldn't say negative, but just like a like an effort, like YOLO, like <laughs> like whatever, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? No, yeah. And I the angel you. is kind of like more discipline and like hey think about it this way like what happens if this happens like you know what i'm saying like critically like logically thinking like a to b b to c type, type shit so yeah. yeah well with that being said i don't know how we're doing on time we're, we're slowly running out of time we'll just be here until they kick us out yeah, fuck it yeah that's what i was thinking too um what what's like not what's next but how how do you you know what? Fuck it. Let me ask you, bro. As a as a black man, mm-hmm. what's depression like, bro? Like, have you been depressed? Yes. What does that look like? Can you seek help? You know, like, is that something that is like from family, friends, like, yeah. you know, relic, you know, like therapy, like, mm-hmm. how does that look like? And and especially as an athlete. Yeah. Um, I've only been depressed while not being in the United States around my family. Uh, the only time I was really like depressed with this was when I went to a little small country called Kosovo uh, a couple months ago. Um, it was just, it was terrible. And what I did was I used um, my family, honestly, just calling them every day and um, just trying to like uh, busy up my time so that way I wouldn't think about me being in that depressive state. Um, just going day to day, doing the same thing and not being where somewhere you're comfortable or somewhere where you really want to be. Um, you kind of just got to deal with it. It's tough, um, for sure. And especially just doing it by yourself, um, is the, is the toughest part. So yeah, shout out to the family. Shout out to all my friends that answered my FaceTime calls at 2 a.m. that time. And I was just midday, just bored, just talking to me. So yeah, for real, that's, that's, that meant a lot. That's love, that's love. It really sure. is, though. Do you feel like because, like, you know, like, um, kind of to take kind of like a left turn, like, talking about depression and things like that and, mm-hmm. like, what it does to you and, um, you know, I don't, I feel like you kind of, I'm not going to lie to you, you kind of curbed me because you didn't tell me what the specifics of being, you know, coming at that, like, I don't know, you know, I know that already as a man to, like, it, it, you say, hey, I'm depressed. Right. It's already a big thing. Right. I, I didn't know if it was like different as, like I said, a black man. So I, that's why I asked that. So if it's not, then shit. It's I not. think in Europe, or just being in an unknown place, yeah, for sure, as a black man, it's tough. Just because you have to deal with like racism too, and like mm-hmm. other people judging you or looking you looking at you a certain way, and over there, like coming in as American playing basketball there, everything is your fault. So, like, <laughs> if, if I miss the game-winning shot or 
or we lose a game because one of my teammates wasn't playing defense, that's on me. Like, it's all on me. I'm, you know, the, the key of the team. So, um, yeah, it's, it's tough, you know, taking on, on that pressure and then, again, just being by yourself every day and having to figure it out, going really day by day, just taking it step by step. So, Do you feel like um, having, I don't know, significant other or, like, a, a wife would mm-hmm. change the game for you? Like, I think – it can make me more comfortable, um, especially with me coming home. Uh, I can look forward to coming home instead of looking forward to going home and being by myself. Um, I honestly don't like being by myself, not even in a relationship standpoint, just like period. Like I like to have other people's energy around me and certain auras and stuff like that. I like conversation, I like interacting with people. So it's just like, I always wanna uh, surround myself with with people um so yeah i think having a wife or a significant other while i'm over there would help me a lot just for my my mental um and me not getting so frustrated having someone to talk to just on a regular whenever um, and having someone there by my side so yeah i think i think that would help a lot do you think that learning to be in solitude is something that matters? solitude yeah solitude as like, in like what like you're alone. Mm. <laughs> alone as in single? Um, nah, just solitude, like by yourself, like truly. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I know that. I, hmm, I get what you're saying. I understand now. I guess you're alone every time you leave, right? But like, yeah. do you think that you have to learn to enjoy that? Yeah, you have to be okay with being on your own spending time with just yourself um and just being in your own head like not really anyone to talk to the time difference is a mug like you know what i'm saying it could be, it could be 2 p.m where i'm at but y'all sleep mid middle of the night type so it's like yeah being by myself it, it it you have to be you learn as time goes on um how to readjust. To, yeah, how to readjust and how to be okay with it and just live on it uh, on a day-to-day basis. Like, don't get me wrong, it takes a little while to get used to it, especially after coming home for a couple of months and then redoing it all over again. I, get, I have to get back in that, that mindset of, you know, it's time to go work, basically, and, you know, just make sure that, like, you know, what you, you're getting yourself into and that you're ready uh, 100%. So uh, it's a mental battle every day for sure. I would say probably, like, the first two weeks, and then after the first two, three weeks, I'm like, once things get rolling basketball-wise, like, I'm, I'm straight. So. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think part of the reason, mm, actually, uh, yeah, you think part of the reason why you feel like, oh, it is what it is once it's, you know, basketball's up and running and stuff like that is, like, mm-hmm. from going from place to place, playing basketball and, like, doing those things and, like, yeah. that's what gets you, like, I don't know, like, comfortable, so to speak? Yeah, because, I mean, in high school, all throughout high school, I was playing travel ball, so I, every summer for three four months straight, I was on the plane, going to this state, going to this state, playing this tournament, playing this tournament. So I kind of had that lifestyle in me already just based off that. Uh, It kind of got me ready for a lifestyle like this. And college, too, you're doing the same thing. So it's like um, just being being on the road, traveling, going here, going here, going there, just staying in places where you're not really used to going or staying or being comfortable. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm used to that kind of already. So shout out to them. (laughs) Shout out to AAU for real. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%.
Do you think that playing overseas, and I think this is one for the people who are like basketball players mm. and are like, you know, they love that. They love it. You know, right. like it's their passion, it's what they want to do, it's right. how they want to live their life. And a lot of times people forget that overseas is a, a, an option yeah. and that like maybe they can make something out of it, right? Yeah. So I guess my question to you is, is like, do you feel like, hey, even if you play overseas, like you're going to walk away and be able to retire, maybe not as early as an NBA player, but yeah. like three, maybe four years behind an NBA player? Honestly... Because now, I mean, shoot, look at LeBron. That nigga's damn near 40. He's 38, 39 years old. So they know, and he's still, he could still play like a cool five more years before he could really shut it down, mm-hmm. to, to me at least, as a basketball player. So I think, I think I'm a, I could retire whenever I feel financially stable and okay with how my career went. Like I'm satisfied with, with, with my whole, how it started and how it ended, and like the whole journey. I think once I get to that point where I'm, like, okay, cool, like, I did this, I accomplished this, I did this, like, you know, I, I had a great career, like, if I don't, if I can't go no more, I can't go, if I, you know, if I find something else outside of basketball that I want to get into more, uh, then it's that time, you know, but I think I'm going to keep it going until I can't go no more. Do you think other people should, like, keep that same mentality, like, hey, I might not make it here, right, I might not make it to this right. level, right, but I'm going to make it right Technically below that, right, right, right damn near next. To Shoot, it. I so. mean the 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 right below it is is a great feeling. Like like I said, like out over there overseas, no matter where you play, you're not getting taxed. So like every everything you get is 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 straight cash. Like what they offer you is straight cash, no tax, and they take care of you, put you in a house, and give you a, a car, all that, and you can make up to some people make up to like four mil, no tax. So it's just like you getting all that bread just straight up. And they're the man in that country. So it's like they don't have to deal with all that political stuff that the NBA deals with and, uh, like, the media and and having to, you know, watch your back and you can't do this, you can't do that. Like, it's not like that I would overseas. So I, it's just, like, a whole different experience. So And I would much rather um, do that than be in a, a the NBA where it's just if you don't know nobody or – you don't know this person or you haven't played at this level or whatever, like you can't you can't be here. You shouldn't be here. And I don't like that. So I'm cool where I'm at. Listen, I need y'all to know, like, I appreciate his words, but it still makes me so sad <laughs> because I wanted this boy in the NBA. Maybe for selfish reasons, but I just felt like I just needed to see him in a fit walking down the tunnel. I mean shoot, you still might. You know, I still got about Eight, ten more years in me. You know, hey. And so, you never know my world might happen. You know, so, yeah, hey, I just one. Just one contract. Just one. Just one. One oh, ten day. Just one ten day. day. That's <laughs> all we need. It's a cool ten day. I just need to see him in the tunnel. And I'll be satisfied. That's <laughs> literally it. I'll be satisfied. I'll I don't be, even got to play, huh? Yeah, 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 that tunnel, that tunnel <laughs> picture? The tunnel picture. You walk away with cool four, fig, four or five figs. Right. Call it a day. For sure. <laughs> That's funny. Um... But I think then, Chris, is there anything that you wanted to get off your chest, man? Is there anything that you feel like the people should really know? Not necessarily about you, but just uh, maybe maybe about you. Maybe about just who you think you are, what you think is next, who you think maybe the world needs to change, maybe 
I don't know, bro. Do you need? Do you feel like there's? Can anything? I can I mention something that's not basketball related? Uh, you can mention whatever you want because I've been waiting I for this. I think this, this world is going to shit, <laughs> and I think I understand you're a woman, and this is no attack. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be great! I love it. I think. For example, all this BBL stuff and okay. like all this plastic, fake looking. Facts. I think that's like. We need to do better. Yeah, as a society, <laughs> like yeah. I think men need to stop pushing that. Like men are pushing it because they want to see it. Like and but then they complain or they get mad at the fact that it don't look right. Like or you look weird or you did all this because of this. Like or Lord forbid you end up dead at the end. Exactly, but in reality, women are only doing this to get pleasure from men or to get attention from men so it's yeah. just like i don't know as a, i don't think it's just on the women i think it's a society as a whole like we just need to tighten up like we need to get back to how it was back in the 2000s 90s like that was the greatest time ever it sounded like or it looked like too like nobody was even on that type of stuff so I don't know. maybe like the, the like the top part but I don't think nobody was really getting like BBL that wasn't even a thing like maybe lip injections or stuff like that like the Kardashians back then but I don't know man I think it's one of those things where like obviously number one I agree like mm-hmm. the world is 100% like woo wee god dang what's happening out here Boy. and I think that it's not it's gonna take like I don't even know at this point I think it's gonna take Mm, being scared and I think it's gonna take being fed up right right? so like for example you and me might be fed up and so we might say fuck it we might turn this whole podcast into a conversation of like well what are we doing as a people right so what are what can we do to do more right right? Um, but at the same time it's like well I think a lot of people's issue is is like well why am I doing more with the next person Mm -hmm. isn't gonna do anything Mm -hmm. and then we're still gonna be right here and where we are right Right, now right right I don't know. And it's just one of those things, like, maybe do we hold ourselves more accountable? And, like, not even necessarily ourselves, but, like, I hold you accountable, you hold me accountable, yeah. you know? I, I think people are too afraid to do that. People are too afraid to step over boundaries or say the wrong thing or give their opinion to where it's, like, another person will just shut it down or they won't even really be receptive. They'll just be like, who the hell are you talking to? Like, no, I'm, you know, do yeah. me. So I just, who the fuck are you to say something to exactly. me? Exactly. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, I don't think that's fair for them to be, to take it like that, but, you know, shit. I just think that, like, on, like, a, I don't know, on, like, a corporate level, right, yeah. is, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> you know, this is something, like, you know, uh, that, like, I just, you know, I said something off screen, sorry, uh, and maybe if y'all heard it, I'm sorry, um, but, uh, I just feel like, you know, like, we got some greedy-ass people in this world, you know? So, like, do you really need a billion dollars? Like, let's, (laughs) do you really need a billion? Let's keep it real. Like, no, you don't. You just want a billion. Like, come on now, bro. Like, what, where, and, don't even get me started. Because then I really start to think about it. And I'm just like, really, if all those billionaires in the world... Mind you, they worked hard to get to that billion. So right. good for them, and I'm proud of them, and I don't want them to share if they don't want to. Right. Right, but if they did, mm-hmm. how rich would all of us be? We would all be living the same type of lifestyle. Right, it's like that fucking movie, um, that Tyrone movie. 
Tyrone. Yeah, the clone Tyrone on Netflix. I don't know if anybody has seen know. it. I don't really. It's not a great movie, but it's a great like premise. Okay. It's a great premise where uh-huh. like the it's just essentially like, hey, you're from the hood, bro. Yeah. Like, what makes you think you're real? Right. You're doing the same shit, and you're hurting your people. Yeah. Right. So, and, and and that's one thing for all of like for all of my brown people. All of my brown people. Uh-huh. Can we? Can we Latinos just? Latinos included. Yeah, no, nah, like you got some melanin in your skin. I'm talking to you right now, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> can we just band together, right? I, and, and and even white people. All right, just hear me out some real fast. <laughs> no, 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 no. All of y'all. I'm gonna say something to them real okay. fast. All right. I need you to understand, right? That it may not be you. It may not be you. But it probably be your children or your children's children. Somebody up in there finna date a brown person. I'm sorry. It's right. just a cold, honest truth. Good looking people. Right. They can't help it. They can't help it. And they want to make brown babies. Right. Right. Those are the best looking babies. Right. For sure, Leah. Look at us. Period. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, just realize and walk away with it's okay. Right. <laughs> It is okay. And most importantly, I promise you, all of us are going to be, like, light-skinned in, like, 15 years oh, from now. Sure. For Everybody's going to be walking around just for the same sure. type of light, brown, color. Right. You and, know? And we can tell that as many as there are already right now. Like, Facts. Like, I'm one of them. Like. <laughs> and I feel like the, the, the percentage of interracial couples are skyrocketing. You know, and that's, you know, it's amazing. It's great. Yeah. I, you know, like, um, my girlfriend is half black and half white. Um, but, like, when I talk to her parents and, like, the stuff that they say that they went through, mm-hmm. like, just to be together, yeah. you know, it's, like, mind-boggling to me. Oh, for sure. Because I'm like, you went through what? As a, as a black man, you know, when, like, <laughs> and this is going to sound wrong. When black people tell me about their struggle, unfortunately, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Because, you know, my brown people struggle. Mm-hmm. And it hurts and it sucks. But shout out to all my brown people because one thing for sure is we're going to see it to the other end. Oh, like, sure. And there, there might not be. <laughs> you might not see no light at the end of the tunnel, but there's going to be some light, you for know. Sure, for sure. Um, <laughs> but something like, you know, like. That's not something that white people necessarily have to deal with. I mean, they deal with, like, us, like, calling them some some messed up shit sometimes. Like, right. when we're upset, right? Right. Um, but to a certain extent, like, you know, white privilege. And yeah. I put, like, my buddy ears up when I said that, right. <laughs> you know. But, but see, here's, here's my question. Are they only... Like, we obviously say stuff about white people and, like, joke about it and stuff like that. But are they doing that only when they're angry or are they doing that just because they don't like the look of us or they don't, they just don't fuck with us. No, they they definitely just don't. Like, we're non-existent people to them, right? right. So, like, again, like, I referenced to that damn movie that I really didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, what is, is like, right, you're probably getting drugged. You're probably an experiment. Yeah. And you're probably just, a, you know, like, and it, it sucks. It mm-hmm. sucks. And it, it, it doesn't get mentioned and it doesn't, it doesn't, Again, I, I love white people, but, like, it doesn't matter until it's happening to one of their people. 
right? Yes. Yes. So, like, racism doesn't matter necessarily. It might to some, you know. Shout out to the ones that it does matter to, but right. it doesn't matter until it's their friend or right. their... Someone they know. You know, yeah. grandchild right. Or, right. or something like that, you know? And, yeah. and, and same thing with, like... You know, I'm like, we could go down this rabbit hole, man. (laughs) But I'm not going to do that to you. What I am going to do, though, is is ask you one more time. Is there anything else that you want the people to know before we wrap this up? And I go in and scrub some shit and try to make this into some magical shit. Um, I think everybody needs to find peace. I think that's the goal. And I mean, it life. should be the goal of life, like <laughs> just finding peace with, and not like like. No such thing as peace. You don't think so? Nah. Well, not for humans, at least. Not for humans on this realm. Well, you know. No, I I think you're you're right. I think you're right. I don't think anybody has even not even Jay Z and Beyonce. They got all the money in the world. They're not even at peace. Like yeah. they still got hella shit to deal with too. So. Hella drama is bound hella to happen. Drama. Hella drama. But what I think I think you're you're onto something with is like have peace in the ups and the downs. For sure, like have. just satisfy what you went through, like mm-hmm. the journey. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I was I'm ha- I'm happy I went through that, or I'm happy this happened or this happened. Like, this shit might be disgusting right now. Right. Right? Like, right now, I'm like, oh, this shit is sickening right now. Absolutely. Right? But (laughs) at the end of the day, like, I find peace in the fact that, like, it's temporary. Right. You know, like, the pain, you gotta, like, uh, hey, that depression, Mm -hmm. it might be here for, like, a cool 10 years. Right. But I promise you, you're gonna live for 20. Right. You know, things like that. Facts. So. I don't know if it's okay to do this and you can obviously edit this out but and you probably should just because of who I am like my role I don't want nobody knowing that I do this but if I could push anything as far as like drug wise it would be <laughs> shrooms everybody needs to do shrooms at least try I'm not months. cutting that out by the way and it, I promise you that's the reason why don't say that you know no 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 that's just how my third eye opened and like how I learned about <laughs> conscious and subconscious and how to you know silence it all like that whoo that's an awakening. That's all I'm going to say. Listen, <laughs> we're going to have to have another podcast where we just like deep dive into shrooms because I think I'm leaning more towards I don't think you need some type of psychedelic or any type of anything uh-huh. to get to those things. Like, okay. I think that maybe you should be able to do it on your own. Right. And if you're not able to do it on your own, there might be a reason why. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I think my reason why is because nobody around me besides you, for real, and I wasn't even around you like that consistently to do it. Like, I don't think nobody around me, for real, even really knew what a third eye was or even cared about that. So I think once I met that person, which was you and uh, my best friend said, um, I was on shrooms while learning about it. So I'm just like, oh, shit. Like, like, you know what boom. I'm saying? Yeah, it made, yeah. A, it made a bigger made difference. Made sense. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. I think that it's one of those things where, like, I... Um, you know, I didn't realize that, like, a third eye mattered or that it was a thing and things like that. Um, I think you're right where it's kind of like you need somebody else to encourage you and kind of mm-hmm. help you down that path. Right. Um, because I wasn't, like, I was to a certain extent, like, I, even now when I, like, think about being a kid, like, I never watched, I don't know if anybody watched Charmed, I just started watching it, but, um, you know, they be making potions and shit, and, like, I was doing that as a child. 
Like, I wasn't watching shows to do that. Yeah. I was just doing that, right. right? So then when I'm, like, seeing these things, and I'm like, huh, okay, well, I'm not saying I'm a witch because I, I don't think that. But, nope. <laughs> but what I do think is, is just that, like, slowly but surely you come to these realizations and sometimes it takes people to help encourage those realizations to happen Mm -hmm. um and so when those realizations finally do happen and those encouragements from those other people like and they keep encouraging it keep encouraging it keep encouraging it like when that just keeps happening then um you know it it, whether you grasp it or not you're listening yeah right um and I'm glad I was able to help. <laughs> I don't For think sure. I don't think that um I don't think it was like necessarily anything other than the fact that you were open to the idea. Yeah, I mean, that's all it really is for the person. You just got to be open to it. If you just close off, no, I don't want to learn about that. No, that's weird. No, that's too spiritual. No, Hey, and no excuses. I went to Catholic school my whole life. What? Come on now. So if you're going to be out here saying anything, don't say to me because, listen, I'll put the Bible on you right here, right now. Oh, nah, yeah, we for kidding. sure need to have another podcast because I got some questions about that. Yeah. I need to ask you some questions. Oh, okay. Because I heard, I heard Catholic school is a mug. You know, um, it's different. It's I'll just, different. I'll just, I'll just I mean, always because you grew up Catholic, but it's just like going to an actual Catholic school and doing it there. I feel like it's a little different. Maybe. Before we leave, I just, with that being said, I want to say one thing. Okay. Catholic school is very very like impressionable okay right especially as a child yeah um one thing that i hope all catholic schools are doing Mm -hmm. is that my senior year i took world religions okay and that and we like learned about buddhism right islamic religion like all of it all of it all of it all of it damn near all of it i should say right and it like made me walk away with like so many questions okay. like on on religion and right. like who makes this up like you know type of aspect oh, yeah. um for sure but it was important to me to realize that number one I'll, before my senior year I really just thought there was just Christians and Catholics yeah. um and and number two that like not only are there more than that mm-hmm. But then, you know, on top of just that world religions, but having a conversation with my mom. Yeah. My senior year is just like, people might not like what I'm about to say, is just like, religion's man-made. For sure. Religion is man-made. Absolutely. And nine times out of ten, right, unless, you know, depending on what we're talking about, but Mm -hmm. nine times out of ten, everybody has the same God. Right. Everybody has one higher power. Mm -hmm. They just call it a different name. Exactly. For sure. And that's all that's different. For sure. Right? And, and, and if you believe in those readings and in those teachings and mm-hmm. if you feel like they, you know, hit your soul, mm-hmm. hit your whole, you know, yeah. hit who you are as an individual, right. then maybe that's the one for you. Facts. But maybe it's not, you know. Facts. But hey, like you said, that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a, like a deep dove. Oh, absolutely. Deep dive deep deep dive because if we're really going to talk about Catholic school boy right um 
talk about drugs. <laughs> I mean, talk about drugs, you talk about capitalism. Drugs, religion, all that. Listen, they all are the same. And anybody, any parent out there who says, oh, not my baby, not in Catholic school, you're, you're wrong. <laughs> all right? They're probably popping pills right now. Go count your meds. <laughs> all right? I'm sorry. Check your medicine. <laughs> right now, matter of fact. Do yourself a favor. Um, I hope not, though. I really do. Right. Um, Drug test your kids. You should, though. You really should, unfortunately. Right. Well, when they're teenagers. Um, anyways, other than that, anything else? No, I'm good. I'm ready for another episode. I think we got a lot more to talk about. I think, the yeah. The is way too short. This is just the intro, though. This is just the intro. I want you guys to know that if anybody's going to be here talking with me, it's going to be this guy. Absolutely. All right? And 10 months from now, we're going to be asking him, well, really, what, like 11 months because you're leaving in a few weeks, Yeah, I'll right? be back in June. So right, in July, so we can get back to yeah, it. Yeah, I'll be like, so, sir, tell or me about if, it. Or, I mean, if... if oh, we might be a little, little <laughs> out the country right, with it. Right. <laughs> Come see me a friend, bro. You know, my, we might have to make something work if the people like what they like. Oh, for sure. Anyways, listen, I appreciate everybody for listening today and for taking the time to, like, hear not just my perspective, but my brother's as well and listen to what we have to say and hopefully learn a thing or two, especially for, like, all you specifically athletes and anybody who's a parent of an athlete and just getting that perspective and understanding where they're coming from and also like if you're brown black it doesn't really matter if even if you're white i hope that you're able to walk uh, away from this and then learn something and learn again a different perspective because this is what this is all about it's just having the conversation um and I, like I told my brother before when he was like, hey, you got some questions for me? You wrote some stuff down. I don't write shit down. I just it's do. It's all off the dome. It's all off the dome. It's all whatever sounds right. It's all no edits. I mean, I'm going to have to edit this one and try to bun- bundle all these different clips together because right. we've had so many fucking technical difficulties. <laughs> um, but other than that, you know, shout out to my brother for making this happen. This dude, I thought he was going to lag on me. Uh, <laughs> and... And um, shout out to you guys for for being real and for, you know, being here today and and for staying by me even though I haven't posted shit since February. So shout out to y'all for real. It's all right. We only come back. It's all right. Yeah. Like, listen, all of my five followers. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. It's going to be 10 right now. Right. We're going to rise that up. Uh, No, it's good. It's good. It's good. We're going to, you know, slow and steady wins the race. What's the podcast called? That's a great question. I haven't posted one in so long. I forgot my name. Nah, it's you said pers- it was, it was perfe- perspective. It's, pers- it's perspective. Welcome to the best perspective podcast you've ever heard. Listen, and More pretty soon, exactly, we're gonna be here. I'm gonna start talking. You feel me? I got yeah. my mic. I got a new mic for y'all. So I'm gonna start talking on a weekly basis. No excuses. Even if you hear a little one, I don't care. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> y'all gonna hear me? All right. <laughs> Niggas is getting serious. <laughs> All right. Period. <laughs> Um, because why? Because we're going to learn about discipline. And we're going to talk about that. Because, listen, I lack it. My brother lacks it. <laughs> it might be a generational thing. Who knows? Let's talk about it next time, all right? We out. All right. Stay smooth, y'all. That was fire. Yeah? Yeah, hours way too short. <laughs> oh, I got to pee. <laughs> <laughs>